0: You're listening to episode number 60 of The Beautiful Day Project. Welcome to The Beautiful Day Project. I'm your host, Laura Armendaris. I'm a life coach whose passion is helping ladies make positive growth in their busy lives. In this podcast, we work on healthy changes, and always we lean on God's power and wisdom to give us strength. I'm here for you, so let's get to it. Hey there. I am going to give you some secret sauce information that will truly give you an edge at the Thanksgiving table this week. As you stare at those special dishes and desserts, it's really easy to go dig in and overeat to true discomfort. Thanksgiving for many begins the six-week snowball into holiday overeating and the end result is a waistline that destroys the weight and waistline work you did earlier this year. Let me give you an amazing mind shift. That will really allow you to enjoy your food without going overboard on the turkey. This is the year that you actually don't fall face first into the pumpkin pie. Do you want some key strategies to have your cake and eat it too this holiday season without adding inches and pounds that you have to deal with in 2023? Grab the cheat sheets, 6 Reasons We Overeat During the Holidays and What to Do About It, from my website today with a link for a special holiday support group. Okay, raise your hand high if you have a couple dishes or desserts that you're looking forward to this week. I get it. <laughs> I definitely have my own dishes that I'm looking forward to. I mean, I can feel my mouth water when I think of a few dishes that I'll be serving up this weekend to my family. Now, if you're one of my international listeners that don't celebrate Thanksgiving, just apply this information to any tasty treat that you connect with a specific celebration or time of year. We're going to be diving into really a mind shift point of view that if you can understand and change, you can make Epic changes in all of your eating habits. Okay, all right. To begin, I want to ask you a few questions. When you sit down in front of those dishes, those dishes that we're talking about that have to do with um, Thanksgiving or family celebrations or special, you know, occasions, anything like that. Okay, when you sit in front of those dishes, do you feel excited and anxious? Do you feel this need to make sure that you get your full and your fair share? Do we eat more than you need, even to the point of discomfort, because you feel like this is your one and only opportunity for that experience? I'm going to just level with you and be very, very honest. (laughs) And you're probably going to laugh a little bit at this and it's, it is okay. I'm expecting you to laugh at this. All right. Back in the day for me, it was mainly two things at the Thanksgiving table. Two things that would snowball me into some unhealthy eating for the next six weeks. And they were sausage stuffing and pecan pie. And I would overeat it to my discomfort. And not just at the Thanksgiving table, but I would make sure that I made enough of whatever it was, the sausage stuffing and the pecan pie, that I could eat leftovers for days. I would keep them in my fridge and I would just continue to indulge in them and I would even be jealous of anyone who got into them and ate what I felt like was more than their fair share so even as I'm telling you this story, I just feel very childish (laughs) Um, but I just didn't understand the way my mind was really thinking around this food and how unhealthy it is. Now, what I just described Both the questions and my personal story are examples of what psychologists call a scarcity mentality. Okay, When it comes to every resource on this planet, human beings operate out of a scarcity mentality or an abundance mentality. Let me describe this with money. I feel like it's super easy to describe it with money because... It just, you know, it's kind of like common sense, okay? So do you have a friend that always picks up the check? Maybe that person always um, gives presents all the time, donates to every organization they come across, but they don't make any more money than you do. So this person has an abundance mentality around money. They have no anxiety about money because they believe in their soul that they will always have enough. God will always take care of them. They can afford to be generous. However, you probably also know someone who never picks up the check. They pinch pennies and never want to be part of gift exchanges. They remember every dollar they've ever loaned to anyone, and they even resent it if someone doesn't return the favor of buying a cup of coffee. That person probably has a scarcity mentality around money. They believe that they don't have enough and that the resource will disappear unless they manage it just right. Okay, when we have a scarcity mentality around food, we see it as being scarce. We will be greedy for it and anxious to get as much of it as possible. We see special or tasty food as being rare and fear that the opportunity passes us by and we will lose out. We have to switch this thinking to an abundance mentality around food. And I also want to pause right here and just say, this is a really interesting thing to consider throughout your life. Typically, every person on this planet has a scarcity mentality around something or more than one thing. For me, I've definitely... Like, have scarcity mentalities around more than one thing, and I have to work on it. As Christians, God has provided for us abundantly, and we can trust Him, and we don't have to operate from that point of view of scarcity. Like, our lives have been provided for, and we can be generous, and we don't have to live in fear. So I just want you to consider that as I go through what you can do about that scarcity and mentality around special occasion food. I just want you to know deep, deep in your soul that you're okay. You're okay and you don't have to do anything special or above and beyond to get enough enjoyment out of this day. When we have um, that scarcity mentality around food it's, it is unhealthy and it's not going to serve us at all. We do live in America and I doubt that there's anybody listening that is starving and like truly starving, doesn't have food available to them. While that is possible, most of my listeners, and you know, this are in a position where what you're truly needing to work on is not eating so much food. So you don't need to live in a scarcity mentality around food. So let's switch this, okay? What we want to have is an abundance mentality around food. We want to feel like there's always going to be enough, even of that special occasion food. So you can turn down seconds because you can believe that that food will come again, okay? That it's not your only opportunity to ever eat that food again. An abundance mentality, you can have... This mentality that you can eat enough and it's okay. You don't need to overeat it or consume it more and more and more in order to get enough of it, okay? When you have an abundance mentality around food, you can eat only what your body needs because you're not worried about storing the, sen- the sensations for the time that you go without tasting that special food. When you have an abundance mentality around food, you can eat slowly and savor the moment because you don't need to hurry and get more and more before it's gone. I remember it, so back in 2020, before Thanksgiving hit, I went ahead and just sat down with a paper and pencil and made a list so I understood this scarcity mentality that I had around food. So I just made my own personal list of things that were true so I wouldn't approach Thanksgiving like I had in the past. And this is what I wrote down. I wrote down, number one, those food items didn't really make my body feel great. For hours afterward, I was lethargic and sluggish. Number two, I had really worked too hard on my weight loss to destroy it with the holiday holiday binge fest, beginning with a Thanksgiving feast. And for me too, like I just didn't want to go back to that diet mentality. I wanted to live in the freedom that I had around food and I didn't want to destroy it or start that snowball. Number three, Thanksgiving is a great opportunity to learn how to savor and enjoy food without overeating it. And number four, I could actually cook stuffing or pecan pie anytime. (laughs) Stuffing boxes and pie crusts are sold year-round. They're not rare at all. So guess what? I took those new truths to heart. I even started cooking stuffing in the middle of the year just for fun because you know what? I could if I wanted to. And then what was truly special finally came into focus for me. The memories, the laughter, the games with my kids and my family... It was so much fun to clear the table and serve coffee and desserts with a light and energetic body instead of a clawing desire to throw my face first into the pillows of my bed. You know what, guys? This Thanksgiving, I want you to look at the four items that I listed and consider your own special holiday treats. Ask yourself, how how does this food make my body feel? Is my weight gain worth it for the extra plate and 10 minutes or so of eating? How could I use this as an opportunity to enjoy my food and stop at enough instead of too much? Could I cook this food or order it from a restaurant at a different time of the year if I wanted to? Now, the holidays really are a fabulous opportunity to learn how to handle treats and special occasions. You're going to be a pro I know you are, seriously. If you ask yourself those four questions before each special occasion, it will become second nature, switching you from a scarcity mentality around food to a mindset of abundance that will leave leave you living more freely around food in the weeks and years to f- come. All right, my dears, I will be here next week and I look forward to, talk to you, talking to you then. Bye. Bye. Did you know that the first 42 episodes of this podcast were created as a resource for anyone that wants to break up with bad habits? I named it the 42-Day Fallout Challenge. It is what I wished that I had had when I had to spend six weeks falling out of love with sweets as I took a break from Simple Carbs. In less than 10 minutes a day, you'll get insights, encouragement, and advice to keep you on track with whatever habit you are trying to break up with. (laughs) You can also find the free PDF resource on my website under free resources. Now let's get back to the episode. Next week is all about Advent, because Advent's coming. So, for my Christian friends who would like to lower their stress levels, make good choices, and connect with the reason for this special season, I'm going to go over some fasting ideas that will support a peaceful soul. I will catch you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends if it was helpful. I love being here for you. Visit my website to read more about my life and my work at LauraArmendariz.com. That's L-O-R-A-A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z. And of course, you can always find everything linked in the podcast notes. This life coach is not a licensed health professional. Always consult your physician or mental health professional when considering health changes or weight loss regimes.